Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Joined with me, as always, are my co-host, Joseph. Yellow. And Jehu. So this week, we're doing the news. Futurama's coming back. Uh, this is like the fourth Futurama revival, this time on Hulu. Most of the cast returning. Well, yes. <laughs> we'll keep going. <laughs> um, everyone but John DiMaggio famously bender which in my opinion is the reason to watch futurama doesn't not coming back because he's not getting paid enough which respect for sure respect i mean look i feel like maybe i don't know if it was in the actual report or if i just only read the headline but when i first saw the thing that you sent it just said futurama revival great i'm super down with that but you cannot do a a futurama revival without bender 100 it's just not possible yeah and you know what matt graining has plenty of fucking money Disney has plenty of fucking money. Like, they can afford to pay his shit. They're just worried that if they pay him, they're going to have to pay the rest of them. But guess what? Fucking pay them, too. Yeah. You know? Well, and it's not like these people are B or C list. Like, it's always been a high-quality voice cast. If you're going to have a top-of-the-line cast, you need to pay them as such. 100%. I mean, yeah. It sucks. I I, honest to God, would you prefer they recast or... Just not have Bender you in can't it at all. Do, you, like, I will not watch it if yeah. he's not in it. I'm not going to watch it either. I but. mean, if they were going to do it, I would rather them introduce a new character than recast Bender. That way they could at some point bring back Bender. That's actually fair. But uh, but that being said, I don't know what you do that isn't lame. And then I think it would turn in the joke would be that it's lame. And that would also be fucking lame. Yeah. So Just don't just, do the show. Just fucking pay the man. He's very good at what he does. He is very good. Um, some FX news. I think they had like, I don't know, a press release or something today. We had a lot of news from them. Uh, Fargo has been renewed for season five and Atlanta coming to an end in season four, which is the upcoming season. It's mostly just amazing. No, uh, or season three, season three is Uh, the current season. It's been so fucking long. It's hard to keep track. I was sure it was never coming back. I thought I was doing that. The British show thing where it was like one show every like four to six years. And then we never know when the last season is. Uh, so the fact that there's even going to be this much closure is kind of satisfying. Sure, I'll take another season of Atlanta. It's good. Yeah, I love that show. It's great. I hate to see it come to an end, but also I appreciate when an artist either A, knows an ending, or knows when they're done, which is what I think is happening on that show. I'm going to make a sad admission. I haven't watched this show since the first season. Well, you <laughs> hate black people. I- <laughs> No, I really liked the show a lot. I don't know how I lost track of it. Maybe the fact that it does only show up once every forty. Well, there's years only right. another. There's only one other season you haven't seen yeah. in yeah. however many years. I'm definitely going to catch up. I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, Fargo coming back. I haven't watched like the last two seasons of this show, and honestly, this taking place in 2019 did not encourage me to come back to this one. Uh, look, it's a diminishing returns with Fargo. First season's great. I, I, I think the first season's the best season. Somebody here thinks the second season's the best I season. I think the second season is the best and I, season. I, I'm not going to argue with you. I think that's a perfectly valid take. Third season's fine. Fourth season. I think the fourth season would be pretty good if Chris Rock wasn't it. <laughs> you also hate black people. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, See, everybody, everybody else in it is quite good, but he is just so not good as like a yeah. mob boss. It was an odd casting for him from the beginning. It was, and he did not rise to the yeah. occasion. I, I I mean, I disagree with that. I think the odd casting is exactly what works for it. I know he's not a great actor, but he is a he is a good presence, and I enjoyed him in that show. But I can see your point. But I I mean I think the the general like more more than even just the writing or anything else, just like 
the feel of this show is really solid and right. pretty unique to it. Um, and so I just, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with bringing that back from another season. Right. See, I agree with that, but I think part of the feel that this show captures is kind of the retro takes place in a certain time period. Making it look relevant and present to me kind of loses some of that magic a little bit. What what did they, did they give like a plot synopsis of what this is supposed to be about? <sighs> Something weird like, when is a murder not a murder and when is your wife not your wife? Sounds like they're doing Blood Simple with this one, maybe. You know, it's yeah. the most like murder mystery noir one. And there's, you know, there's a, a husband and a wife mm. and cheating and stuff like that. So uh, I'm going with maybe they're doing Blood Simple in this one, but we'll see. I'm so impressed you've actually seen Blood Simple. I don't even know I, where to find that. But, but I think Blood Simple's on Hulu right yeah. now. It's, I mean, it's not the best Cohen movie, but there's some really great stuff on it. And man, is it the one where you realize where you can really see, oh, these dudes know Sam Raimi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How much longer is that's Noah Hawley, right? Who yes. does Fargo? How much longer is that guy just going to be riding the coattails of other people? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, he but does it pretty well. He, he does, does it well. exceptionally well. Yeah. But yeah, he. But yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what he has brought into the world that's new. But that might make him the man of our times. I think the, he's the perfected JJ. Abrams. I was about to say, can he just be the now JJ Abrams? Yeah. That's fine. Speaking of J.J. Abrams, he announced Star Trek Four. I think this is like the ninth announcement for Star right. Trek Four we've gotten. But it sounds like this one's definite. The cast is signed on. It will film before the end of the year. Matt Shankman, who directed WandaVision, is directing it. Hmm. Do we have any thoughts? Has Matt Shankman ever directed a movie? I don't know. Yeah, I only know him from WandaVision, yeah. I think. Look, I loved that third one so fucking much. Yeah. It is such a fun movie. I like physically need this to be good. I don't I don't know if I have much more thoughts on that that I just can't handle if it's bad. It has to be good. Yeah, Beyond is it's probably the best Star Trek movie we've had. Agreed. And uh, mostly because it's just like a 90 to an hour and 45 minute episode of Star Trek. Totally, 100%. Which is what it always should be. Yep. And um JJ being back involved is the thing that makes me most <laughs> yeah. nervous. I mean as if he's just a producer, that's fine. I am I, sick. I don't. Uh, I don't want him to have a story credit. Whenever I see his name, I just roll my eyes at this point. But like you said, I, I, I'm just excited the cast is back. I right. think I think that's enough. And the the nice thing about being a, a geek or a nerd or whatever is you can just convince yourself that it's good after it's over. <laughs> that's yeah. true. And we live do the rest that of your lot. life that way. Yeah. 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 I'm still convinced I like Into the Darkness. Yep. The world tells me I don't, but I'm standing by it. It's not as bad as people make it out to be, but it's not great. I feel like we've finally moved past the Chris Hemsworth is coming back time travel yeah. to Kirk things. And that makes me happy because that me too. That just existed because he became Thor. I think also the, I think the thing is also that one of the things that made the last one really good is they kind of got over the time travel bullshit of the first mm-hmm. the first two. So I, I I hope they stick with that. I still want a Kelvin next generation timeline story. Me too. Totally. I don't think it will ever happen, mm-hmm. but I want it to. Kelvin timeline. Who do you get? Be Picard. The answer is obvious, but I'm not going to. say. Oh, it's Tom Hardy again. See, I, I was going to say James McAvoy. Yeah. <laughs> Continue the tradition. Yeah. But your answer is better. He's already played him. Yeah, that's 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 brilliant. I'm going with your answer now. Um, yeah, listen, we don't have to talk about this shit. Paramount announced other things. Sonic 3, new Transformers trilogy. I don't think you guys have seen Sonic 1, correct? I have I mean, not. 
you guys legitimately should watch. It. I hear it's, it's a lot. Good. It's a lot of fun. I, I had a really hard. I mean, look, the, the, there's the whole Uncanny Valley thing with the first trailer. Yeah, and also what's his name? The voice of Sonic, Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. I like his voice coming from Sonic was so different from what I expected that character to sound like right. that it kind of turned me off at first. Yeah. But yeah, I hear it's pretty good. And that sounds fun. And now they're bringing Knuckles in. They're going to bring in the whole uh, yeah. the whole crew, and that's a that's a good time. So they they're doing a spinoff TV show with Knuckles. Idris Elba's coming back to voice him in yep. that as well, and offer Paramount Plus. And then they announced Sonic Three. The logo very clearly teased Shadow. So yeah, they're going all in on that world. And the, the thing about Sonic is they're not embarrassed by it. Yeah. like they lean into the kind of goofy childish right. nature. I don't know. I think I think they're pretty fun movies, and I'm I I haven't even seen the second one, but I'm excited they're making more new Transformers. Of course they are. Just Is, sure. Was there any details as to what it might be about? I something th- beast something. The first one is it is Beast Wars, but. How do you do that? I mean, look. Oh, is it is it the one where it's going to be Beast Wars, but also in the Bumblebee timeline? Correct. Yeah. Man, I just wanted one fucking movie of in the Bumblebee timeline with just the proper Transformers. I just wanted one iconic Transformers movie, but we're just never going to get that. Yeah, it's never going to happen. Bumblebee is really good. Bumblebee is great, and. There, the the shots you see of Cybertron mm-hmm. and of Optimus, like it's classic G one Transformers. Mm-hmm. It looks awesome. Yeah, and the, for us to go straight to Optimus Primal after mm-hmm. that is a mistake. Now, now look, hang on a second. I know you guys are shitting on it. And it, have you gone back and rewatched? I have it? gone back and rewatched it, and it is objectively a very very bad show. Uh, but I bet it's still objectively better. Than the original Transformers. I don't know. Show. It was it was the first Transformers that I got in on right. was Beast Wars and Optimus Primal at one of his multiple non-final forms uh, is a gorilla riding a fucking hoverboard. And if we can get that on screen, I'm here for it. Fair enough. Yeah, was, my fear is I think what they're doing is going to have the I don't even remember what they're called the animal forms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the OG robot forms existing together right and my understanding is that optimus prime and optimus primal are the same person (laughs) (laughs) maybe i misremember it i don't remember what the the i see i don't know i think maybe the beast wars guys are alternate dimension in the same timeline but he's just taking on the uh the the name optimus prime in prime in primal in honor of optimus prime Mm -hmm. i think god i could be so wrong about this because i i i I was I was aged out by the time Beast Wars hit, but I think the story is it takes place in between the Transformers tra- crashing and the four million years later. So at that mm. point, the Transformers that we know are still presumed dead. I th- that might be just complete bullshit. I like it, though. It's at least something you've constructed in your head to bridge the gap. I do that for so much shit. I'm going to check the Wikipedia page after this. Um, that brings us to a whole mess of trailers we had the super bowl and then besides that people just thought we were bored i guess um so we'll start with jurassic world dominion yeah i just want to tell you guys that before i watched this i i decided you know as you guys sent the thing and i was like i was like whether or not i care about this is going to depend on one thing since the old cast is back if there's not some line of i don't know who's older us or the dinosaurs then fuck this movie (laughs) So fuck this movie. 
it's not in there. How come the older people are hotter now than they were back then? That's a good, particularly Sam Neill. He yeah, looks kind of made out with Sam Neill. Yeah, that beard is yeah. hot. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm just kidding. I'll totally watch this shit. I didn't watch the last one, but I'll probably watch it now that this is. Didn't we do out. an episode on the last one? You may not. Have I wasn't. Been I wasn't oh. here for that one. Okay, we uh, did though, because it was one of the, it was one of those ones that I was wrong about. I feel that the second one is actually not that bad, but I hate the first one so much. I hate I, it more than anything. And fucking what's his face, Chris Book Pratt? Of, no, Book oh. of Henry guy. Oh, uh, Colin Trevorrow. Colin Trevorrow is back, and I mean, look, I've only seen the one movie that he made, mm. but it's also one of my least favorite movies that I've ever watched. <laughs> so, I am. Um, my opinion on the first one, I've given it before, but I, you know, I have to break the format rules, which I say that it is Transformers. Mm. It's neither good nor bad. It just fucking exists and is kind of boring. I like the whole mixing of cast because mm. I, I mean, like, I like generally all of these people fine enough. Um, however, I did not like. Chris Pratt and Sam Neill saying the don't move line at the exact same time. No, no, yeah. Uh, that should just be a Sam Neill thing. Right. Don't tug on Superman's cape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but sure, BDH is hot in it, so mm-hmm. I'll be there. Let's talk about Moon Knight. That trailer exists. Yeah. Was I, there was there new stuff there in that trailer? A, there was. We didn't doesn't it have him in his suit outfit. He has it? the Mister Knight yeah, suit, which I dig that outfit. So that's cool. Um, it also had that cool one where he was like coming down on people, and he had the fucking Moon Knight logo was his cape. That's right, cool, it's a cool shot. Yeah, yeah. What? Nothing. It was bothering me that I couldn't remember the name of the Autobots and Decepticons in Beast Wars. Because <laughs> no. I know it's the Predacons, but I couldn't yeah, remember yeah, what yeah. the... the Autobots The Maximals is what oh, they are. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. mammals. Uh, Still stupid. Yeah, no, sure. It's a dumb show for dumb kids. <laughs> what were we talking about? Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon Knight. Uh, I'm interested to see like what the reaction to this is, because I think we around this table are generally excited. Maybe that's the target audience they're going for, but just... You know, I feel like Marvel is, in general, is going for the biggest possible swath of people they can get. And just as a control group, my in-laws are, like, just, I don't know, they're, like, the most normal people that I know. And they watch all the Marvel shit, but they look at that like, ooh, that doesn't look like it's for us. That looks like it's going to be creepy. Yeah. Well, and I'm like, uh, is, is, I don't know, like, uh, who's this for? Is this, right. this going to be as widely accepted as they think it is? Well, here's what I would say to comfort your uh, in-laws. Uh, Marvel has a few times in a trailer given us the belief that we're going to get serious this time. Remember mm. how serious the trailer for Iron Man 3 was? And that was the jokiest joke shit of all the Marvel movies. So I got a feeling this isn't going to be as serious a take as it's leading us to believe. That's fair. I also have come around on this greatly. The more I see of the show, the more I'm like, oh, this looks pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested in watching it. Um, this trailer just furthered that. One thing I think about it, you know, I, I said when we were talking about Hawkeye that with the Marvel shows, I think the ones that have like a built-in system for each episode to have its own identity work the best. And maybe they can use his insanity for that, mm-hmm. you know, in this. So. This one also leaned a lot on Ethan Hawke, this trailer yes. did. And he looks cool and he's got long hair. Dope. Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. Yep. There's a live action movie. Yep. And uh, it stars Andy Samberg and what's his face? John Mulaney. John Mulaney. And God... I cannot separate that, those two guys, <laughs> right. in those two characters. No, for sure not. And I mean, look, we're adults. That's that's our job. <laughs> but I, I, for kids who probably didn't grow up with it, 
it's not going to be any different for, you know, they're not going to know any different. I think this is made by the Lonely Island. Yeah, yes. but I, I would argue that I don't think this movie is made for that. I don't kids. Well, it's made for us. I wondered about that also, because I think, like, I'm assuming it's going to still be a kid's movie. I assume right. it's still going to be PG, but... It's, it's going to be a kid's movie like Who Framed Roger Rabbit is a kid's movie. Correct. Which it seems to be more of a sequel to that which movie. Which, I want to be clear, is great. I think... I, on board completely. <laughs> I think kids need more fucked up shit to, like, change them early on. This is my prediction. This is the first time we get to a Chippendales meets Chippendales. Uh, oh, probably. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have... I said this on Twitter, and I mean this. I didn't have quasi-sequel to Who Framed Roger Rabbit on my bingo card, mm-hmm. but I'm fucking happy that's what we got. <laughs> sure, sure. Like, I don't know who had that idea. Right. And it's not just because Roger Rabbit is in it. It's because all of these properties actually exist. <laughs> right. Um. God, it looks it looks fun. It does look fun. I also think this is also, you know, I mean, it has to have been in production for as long, so it can't be. But it feels like a reaction to Space Jam. It yeah. feels like, yeah, hey, yeah. what if we did this, but it wasn't shitty and soulless? Yeah. I hope it's better than Space Jam. <laughs> I also just love that Seth Rogen, I, I assume just based on name and probably also money and connections alone, can just make whatever the fuck he wants at this point. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, hey. I'm thinking of, like, Sausage Party and just in general, right. just kind of all the stuff that he's been putting out. Like, it doesn't have that that drip of, like, studio bumpers. Like, get back right. in the lane. Uh, this is just, like, this is what we wanted to make, and here it is. Which one of you said it in the in the thread that Seth Rogen is the, uh, is the most industrious stoner of all time? He is. He really is. That's yeah. true. What do we have next here? Oh, fucking Rings of Power trailer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you guys watch this? Uh-huh. I did, yeah. All right. What did you think? <laughs> it looks terrible. It looks terrible in every possible way. Uh, yeah, man. I, well, I mean, first of all, it didn't give us much, except yeah. this is shit you're familiar I, with. I, sh- I should. Like, that's, that's what I should clarify. I don't even mean like the stuff in the trailer, like whatever the story they're trying to tell me looks bad. I just mean like the actual thing looks bad. Right. <laughs> that's right. it. <laughs> I worry that this is going to be the exact parts of The Hobbit I didn't like. So that's something I want to hit on. Mm. I generally give The Hobbit... I don't think those are great movies. I also tend to lean a little too harshly on the extra shit. Right. You can read The Hobbit faster than you can watch those nine movies. 100%. True. And um, now, Tolkien himself... This seems ass backwards, but it's a true thing. One thing he did was create this massive backstory and world to feel very lived in, but he actually gave you very little details about the events. So, like, we know Isildur and Elrond fought Sauron at the end of the Second Age, and Isildur failed to throw the sec- you know, the ring into the into Mount Doom. There's not really a lot that actually talks about that, right? And he did that on purpose so that other people could tell those stories, right? And his son Christopher got involved after he died, and the family just held on to it really tight. And so, kind of, that has always kind of been built into it. Peter Jackson did it in The Hobbit. He got a lot of shit for it. Probably didn't deserve it. Maybe make a better movie. Mm-hmm. This is going full speed ahead with that, and I'm not ready for. I'm not ready for it. I can't. I can't separate it. I can't do it. Yeah. I. 
I, I pretty much agree. I, I, you know, I'm still waiting for a cut of The Hobbit that's just The Hobbit. I'm not as hard on these movies as as, uh, as you are. You know, uh, me and Ian both famously say that the second one of these movies is our favorite of all the uh, of all the things. It's and I mind-boggling. Know, I know you despise that. Yeah, I just like Schmog. What you know? I mean, the worst parts of those movies is the part that the parts is like we're setting up the things that have already happened, and I'm just worried this is going to be a billion dollars worth of that. Yeah, it definitely will be. Uh, it's not super related but they just said uh i think in the last week that the family is willing to sell the rights to everything now and uh jeff bezos came in his pants i'm sure (laughs) immediately when that was said amazon was writing a check how soon after they buy that do we get a bright in lord of the rings Remember the movie Brian? Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. orcs in, in modern world and shit. Yeah. David Ayer's writing that script. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we did see a little, this is, we can cut this, but there was a little bit of the um, artwork for the anime film War of the Rohirrim, which mm-hmm. takes place in Rohan, and that I'm excited for. But this, uh, yeah, I'll watch this because I'm a sucker, but. I'm going to wait until you guys watch it and tell me whether <laughs> I should watch it or not. <laughs> The guy who plays young Elrond just has the weirdest fucking face. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh man, what a good transition you just laid in front of yourself. <laughs> Speaking of weird faces, <laughs> yeah. We saw the trailer for Baz Luhrmann's, I guess, passion project. I don't know. He's wanted to make it for a long time. Elvis biopic. I actually don't know. The movie's called Elvis, but I think it's about his manager more so than it is about Elvis. But yeah, hurt. I'm dying to hear your opinion. Um. Man, well, first of all, before I even get into what's it... What's your relationship with Elvis? That's uh, what I need to know first. My my family is very pro-Elvis, so mm-hmm. I also... I You know, I, this might get a little deep for a second. I know there's, in our modern times, you know, are reevaluating things, and it's very easy to look at Elvis like, oh, this guy is just a guy who appropriated black culture and became a millionaire. And that's true, but, I, you know, I don't think if he did that, a lot of good things wouldn't have happened. I think it's important enough that if Elvis doesn't go on Ed Sullivan and shake his dick, we maybe don't get civil rights as early as we did. <laughs> like I literally do. It's what got it's what got that generation mm. fired up and it's what got that generation looking at a wider world. So, I mean, it's hard for me to hate on Elvis. And also, I just think that early, early Elvis shit, the Sun Records, the first couple of records once he went on a, a major label are fucking banging. They're just they're just fun good times of music. You know, first of all, before I even talk about this trailer, I want to talk about it's introduced by Baz Luhrmann, and I'd never seen or heard Baz Luhrmann. But if you'd put a computer in front of me that makes like AI things and just had me to explain what I knew about Baz Luhrmann, it would have created exactly that dude. <laughs> like, like that, that that's like, oh yeah, that's exactly what that dude looks and sounds like. Uh, I'm fucking excited for this i don't think i don't know i'm not saying that i think this is going to be good but man is this you're not going to leave this thinking this dude didn't try uh, but for before i even get into that i just want to say i don't really know a lot about colonel tom parker i know the lore but i've never heard him speak or anything was he widely known to be a gay southern dracula <laughs> like what is that voice yeah. that Tom Hanks is yeah. going for? There is definitely moments where there is almost like an Eastern European accent. 
It's like Dr. Evil almost. Yeah, is. is he playing Dr. Evil? I don't know why you'd ever get Tom Hanks if you're trying to get an accent. That dude's never done one and never will. That's okay. He's just Tom Hanks. I mean, he famously did Forrest Gump, but sure. But I mean, that was, you know, I mean, that's pretty easy. That's, I'm just saying, you can't he, say he's he never got, done one. He got to make his, his own up. Most acclaimed role ever. You know what? Probably where this voice came from was trying to not do uh, yeah. Forrest Gump. Um, I'm just log jammed with all I want to talk about about this movie. Uh I don't know how it can possibly succeed. Like, because, you know, like, I think people who, you know, love Baz Luhrmann's over-the-top crazy bullshit don't give a fuck about Elvis. And I think people who want to see an Elvis biopic are going to be fucking confused by Baz Luhrmann. See, I felt like it was kind of toned down in the trailer a little bit the Baz it was, I was about to say it was, it was the least Baz Luhrmann-y trailer I've ever seen maybe since but, Australia but you yeah, know no, it, I you mean, know it's there I don't know even even Australia has has like an insane amount of like explosions and shit for what is functionally yeah. just a romantic drama that's three hours long it, like the cows running the only thing I remember <laughs> about the movie is the cows running off the cliff it's insanely long uh, yeah you know I have such a weird relationship with that guy because I am such a fan that, of it that's the, that's <laughs> Romeo the, and Juliet and Moulin Rouge that's the important <laughs> thing to talk about what is our general thing about Baz Luhrmann around this table I mean here's the thing Baz Luhrmann I Moulin Rouge, I can't have an objective opinion on because Devin Haup ruined that movie for me, just singing that shit all the fucking time. Uh, But Romeo and Juliet, I think, does the impossible. It comes in and it turns the chair around and it sits down and it puts its hat on backwards like, what can we do to make Shakespeare cool to the kids? Which is the least cool thing you can do. But then they pull it off. That's a fucking cool movie. And I would watch like six more movies sit in that world. So, I mean, so... I'll try a lot with this guy, really. I I was 16 at the right time for Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, yeah that's, and, that's a good way to say it. And um, so he will get a pass for me, <laughs> though I still haven't forgiven him for Great Gatsby. I guess it's a tough bit for me, though. Like, Australia, I don't like it, but I'm like, fine, yeah, you deserve fine. to exist. Great Gatsby, I'm like, fuck you, bro. I'm, I'm just so mad because everything was there. All the pieces were there. It was the right time. It was the He's right, the right guy. It was the right everything, and <laughs> yeah. it's so bad. Yeah. The trailer is the right trailer. The <laughs> yeah. trailer really makes you think he's going to yeah. pull it off. And, and, I don't dislike that as much as you guys obviously do, but it's not great. But see, I feel the exact same way about Elvis, because... If you were to tell me if Baz Luhrmann is making an Elvis biopic, this trailer is exactly what I want it to look like. <laughs> right, right. I think that kid looks great as Elvis. I do, too. He kind of looks like Burn Notice. I got to tell you, Bill, Bill Skarsgård's got to be furious that that guy fucking exists. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Maybe a little too much eyeliner for Elvis, but I'm fucking in for it. Also, Baz Luhrmann, never known for his subtlety. But, man, he's, like, teetering on, like... Baptist youth minister in oh, this yeah. with his with his you kids like superheroes these days huh well guess what Elvis was just like a superhero like I I know that Elvis's Vegas gear was patterned after Cap- Captain Marvel Jr. but I think maybe he might be extrapolating with this but mm. I'm still I Let's see it. <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely excited about the number of close-up crotch shots we're going to get in this movie while he's flailing around on stage. Oh, we're going to see a lot of this guy's dick just <laughs> flopping around in his pants. I do think, her. you said this, and it's the perfect opinion. The people who want an Elvis biopic don't like Baz Luhrmann, and people who like Baz Luhrmann don't like Elvis. Yeah. But, I mean, here's the thing. 90% of people don't know who Baz Luhrmann is. That's, that's probably okay. a good point. But when they see it, they're not going to yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah. Like, you know... Uh, 
I, you know, I know a lot of people who like Elvis and they're, they would like a very by the numbers biopic. They would just like a shinier version of the Kurt I Russell. Mean, again, I'm kind of surprised this one was a, played it a little straighter like a, a normal biopic than I expected it, it from a Baz Luhrmann thing. It does look that way. Do you guys think we're going to get like modern versions of classic Elvis tunes? Like, and we're just not supposed to notice. I think we, I mean, we're already, uh, Man, there's this guy, sometimes I regret not being on social media anymore because there's this guy named John Worcester. He's a drummer and he's also a seriously funny dude. And anytime a movie comes out about music or a trailer, he immediately will let you know whether or not the equipment is historically mm, accurate. Mm-hmm. So I wish I would have seen that. But yeah, I think there's already some stuff in this trailer that has drums on it that did not have drums yeah. on it. So they're going to take liberties and I'm fine with that. Do you think he, I don't know, Austin, I think is the guy's, I don't know. Uh, do you think he's singing? That I don't know. Because if he is, he fucking sounds yeah, like Yeah, he's him. pulling it off <laughs> if he is. Uh, it's, it's closer to... It's closer to real Elvis than Joaquin was to Johnny Cash. Right. Also, one more thing. I I getting real Amadeus vibes from this. I feel like we're gonna see the story through yeah, yeah, yeah. through Colonel Tom Parker. And man, that that's a good thing to aim for. Amadeus is a great movie. You're applying that to Elvis, I think that formula will work. See, I fucking love that movie. You're just saying things to make me more excited. <laughs> Ironically, movie. I hate Amadeus, but I love watching Amadeus clips on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to explain that to people. That, I, I don't think you can explain that. That almost seems like a neuro. Neurosis of some kind. <laughs> I, I, we don't have to keep this in, but just going back a bit, you, did you guys know that uh, F. Murray Abraham is going to play the god in Moon Knight? Yes, I, I did, did know I did that. See that. Oh, man, that would have been dope. Speaking of Amadeus. Um, one more thing before I let go of this. I just want to throw down this gauntlet right now. That If you're a person that I know and you go see the latest version of Batman is a maladjusted dick, and you don't go see this movie, you're going on my Richard Nixon-style <laughs> enemies list. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Finally, we'll talk about the thing we'll probably talk the most about, even though we've talked a shit ton about Elvis, which is the first real Multiverse of Madness trailer, technically the second one, but um, lots of shit happened in this trailer. Lots y'all. of shit happened in this trailer. The biggest one, of course, being right. Peace Stew comes back as Charles Xavier. Right. Maybe we should tell him the truth. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, we should talk about the whole trailer because I have a lot to say about that scene. Um, I don't remember what happens. So Actually, there's just a lot of flashes of shit's going on. Yeah. Shit's yeah. going on. And then there's a pause in the middle and then there's Patrick Stewart. Definitely there's a multiversal story going on. Doctor Strange just gets arrested by somebody. I think Mordo maybe. We, it looks like we're moving towards the Baron Mordo heel turn in this. Yeah. Which, that's good. And uh, I mean, I feel like if there were, Baron Mordo already did the heel turn when he murdered that guy at the end that's of, true. of Dr. Strange that's, that's a good point. Is that Jimmy Smith? Who is that? In it's there? not. No, but it's Benjamin Bratt. Oh, it's Benjamin Bratt. I, I get those two guys confused all the time. Actually, procedural Latino 90s, I don't think that's that's racist. I, I think, think that's, that's just that's having a poor memory of the yeah. They've had the same career. Yeah. Uh, but Wanda's the villain we kind of get a little bit of, and we get a lot of references to Maybe references to cameos. We don't necessarily right. get cameos. And then a lot of what if shit. Because Zombie Wanda and Zombie Stranger back. And I don't know. A lot of shit happens in this trailer. There's a Minotaur. 
So I guess let's get to the meat of the matter. We've we heard Patrick Stewart in this in this, and our first thought was immediately they're doing the Illuminati, mm-hmm. right? So who do we think our multiversal Illuminati is going to be? Okay, let's keep in mind who the original Illuminati is. There's Namor who will not be there because Marvel, I don't think, has clear rights to him. He will be in Black Panther two. Really? Yeah. Okay, then Are maybe you sure? he he's the villain of Black Panther two. Is that confirmed? Uh, there's a Hispanic I know that I... guy that got cast and they refuse to say who he is. Okay, that is pretty. That's pretty suspicious, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, there, Black Panther. uh, Who also will not be in it. Professor X, but I'll get to that in a second. Killmonger Black Panther? Professor X, Iron Man, and Doctor Strange. So, first of all... Reed Richards, did you say Reed Richards? And Reed Richards, and Reed Richards. So, first of all, do we think that Doctor Strange will be... This will be them asking him to join him, or there will already be a Doctor Strange in it? I think Mordo. I think you're right. Mordo has a spot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Reed Richards is a given. It's going to be it's going to be the guy from the from the from the Audis movie. I think it's John Krasinski. I hope you're right. I, I don't say. I hope we're moving forward on some of this instead of just there, referencing. There's no reason you can't because I don't think enough people have uh, a soft spot for the guy who played Reed Richards in in the original one for them to bring him back. I don't think Krasinski will be Reed Richards in the MCU, but I think the fans want it so much. It's just the way of Marvel, right? Acknowledging do it. it. Do we think? That Black Panther will be either a hint to who the next Black Panther will be, or if it'll be Digimon Houston. How <laughs> <laughs> you say his name? I'm never going to say that name right. I mean, it is Digimon Houston, as far <laughs> uh, as I'm concerned. Uh, but uh, because you know he was supposed to play the Black Panther in Fantastic Four three. I did not know. That. I did yeah, not know that either. Yeah, he was that if. If Fantastic Four two would have done better, they were going to do a third one, and they were going to do the Black Panther, and he was going to be it. Well, that's interesting. Um, that would I, have been fun. That would I have been very fun. Don't think Black Panther will be in it. If they do, I imagine it'd probably be Killmonger from a different. I think you. I think that's probably the safest bet. Um, definitely Peace Two as Xavier, right? And I think there's a chance you may have Magneto in there. I could get on board with that. I don't know which Magneto, right? But. Do we think Iron Man is going to be a, a reference to some non-casted Iron Man, or do we think RDJ will make a cameo? I mean, though you've heard the rumor, I assume. You know the rumor, right? I know the rumor is Tom Cruise. Yeah. I don't believe that, but I, I don't know. I believe it more than I believe RDJ. There's, there, it's, it's revolved enough that I'm like, okay, there might be something to this. Yeah. I, I, my swing is Sam Rockwell. Oh god! That would be great. Don't you fucking say that? I'm gonna be so mad if it's not now. <laughs> right. um, the other person I think it may be is Lashana Lynch uh, as Captain Marvel. I could be on board with that. Yeah, I think um, they they bring her back and do her version of Captain Marvel. And I think you see her in the trailer. That's right. why I think he's yeah. fighting Wanda. So yeah, that seems like it'll be fun, right? That we'll do that. I just hope that. Doing all these references to past movies doesn't keep us from getting X-Men and Fantastic Four for yeah. fucking ever. That's mm-hmm. that's the main worry I have about all the multiverse shit. Besides that, I'm pretty excited about all this. Yeah, I, I think the trailer looks great, too. Like, it, yeah. it has a very clear artistic vision, in my opinion. Like, it looks really, really good. And uh, it looks like something Sam Raimi would make. And I'm fucking excited well, for that. I mean, you know what? I was thinking back on that Oz movie that Sam Raimi made. That movie is not great. But, man, he did some cool stuff visually mm-hmm. with special effects in that. So imagine if you applied that to something that I liked. So, <laughs> you know, I think this could be cool. There was a reference, too. In WandaVision, there is a reference to that movie. 
Oh, really? Um, it's on the, you know, there's a movie theater in the town square. Mm. Oz the you're, Great and Powerful right, is that's on true, there. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, that's just strange. Yeah, no, I'm fucking excited for this. This comes out the first week of May, which will be the, like, end of Moon Knight. Will be the first episode of Star Trek New Frontier and this movie all come out in the same week. Like, that, I don't know. It might be my, the best week of my life. <laughs> Man, it would be so good if we could bring Fassbender Magneto into the Marvel Universe. He He's would, the only thing to He keep. would fit in so well as, yeah. like, the the villain who's right. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm super into that. You know, the new one now, based on the poster that everyone is convinced is in there, is Deadpool. Which I he, mean... If he's gonna, if he's the first X Men you're gonna do, like something happens and Doctor Strange thinks he fixes it, and somehow Deadpool stays, there's your out. I, now. I mean, Deadpool almost has to be in it. I actually, I, you know, I had two more ideas for Illum- Illuminati. I didn't, I didn't mention one. Maybe a Green Goblin who doesn't go crazy. Ooh, that would be good. Or perhaps maybe uh, Peter Parker who never becomes a Spider Man, just yeah. devotes his life to science. Mm, I would be down for either of those. I don't know. I'm excited for this movie. Me too. I hope it's just not all cameos, though. No, I don't think that it will be. Yeah. I don't think Sam Raimi would get involved in something like yeah. that. I don't, I don't think so either, but I think there's going to be like 15 minutes of glory in there. Oh, right. probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, based off the trailer, Elizabeth Olsen looks great in it. Yeah. I mean, that whole bit where she's like, you know, you broke the rules, you're the hero, I break the rules, I'm the villain, that's not fair. She kills that line. Right, totally. And it's very much like the MCV, the MCU villain mold now of the villain yeah. that you. I'm kind of on board with what she's saying. Mm-hmm. And that's the news. And that's the news. Cool. We got through it all. We did a lot of trailers, a lot of things to look forward to, and some things that you don't have to look forward to. We told you about it anyway. Uh, <laughs> so what did we watch this past uh, past week? I always think past two weeks. We did it last week. We've been better. Yeah, we're back on track. What have we been watching the past week, guys? Uh, I had something very specific to talk about. It's a podcast I really like. And the newest episode, I was like, I have to share this with everyone. But then a life-changing moment happened to me today, and I have to discuss that instead. I am—I think it's a safe assumption that both of you and all of our listeners and 98% of America is familiar with the Counting Crows song mr jones yes yes i i believe it was like the third fucking thing i said to you sorry about that well it's on that note i have a very uh on ice relationship with that song (laughs) um everyone i've ever met no one number one i'm just not a big counting crows guy like i I don't really like that band um it's like the birth of coffee shop rock and i just don't it's just not my shit but number two Everyone I meet, either A, has one of two responses. The first one is, they say, hey, look, Mr. Jones, like like that like that song. As if I've never fucking heard the song. Hey. And Or B, they sing it, and we become the characters of the song. <laughs> I am the aforementioned Mr. Jones. They are the me, and we go on our escapades together. And it's... It's just the fucking worst. It's my cross to bear. It's been ever since that song came out. Whatever. Uh, this is actually a penalty I think that you should have to have for being able to spell your name easily. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I, okay. No one's writing the Mr. Virgilio song. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, the um, fast forward, I recently bought a brand new truck, and in my truck I got a big old monitor, and I have Apple CarPlay. I don't know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Apple I'm CarPlay. Not. But it like is your Apple screen up on your fucking you know monitor there right and so you have your apps and you know your fucking map and if you're playing music 
It's all there. It's cool. It's I fucking like dangerous, but it's cool. <laughs> right, right. Um, and my kids are obsessed with Smash Mouth. It started out. <laughs> it started out. I want to be clear that it's your fault that this happened because there's no way they found Smash Mouth on their own. I, every child's movie has All Star in it. <laughs> I don't make these rules. <laughs> fucking Shrek did this. That's a good I, point. I, I just want to pause for a second. So, first of all, I've loved every second of this. But, second of all, <laughs> did you guys ever listen to the thing where the, uh, where the guy auto tuned the entire All Star song to just the note of C? I, uh, look, her, we've talked about about this on this podcast we have, before yes. yes it kills me i can't i can't not bring it up i love it there's a million versions of all-star but some insane thing yeah, that they've done to all-star and it's a beautiful thing but on the internet none of the other ones make me laugh except for that one and for some reason that one makes me piss my pants like literally Fair go ahead okay so my kid's obsessed with smash mouth so i put smash mouth on for him and i should also divert slightly for a second neither of you have children the worst fucking day of your life is when you're child learns how to read because there is no more lying to your kid they always know where you're going you can't be like let's go to the pol the pool we're going to the pool today or you pass like a billboard and it's like go to disney world we're fucking going to disney world no we're not we're going to win dixie shut up you never lie to them and so my son, we're, I put on the fucking Smash Mouth radio on Apple Music or whatever and get a couple of songs. And there's like a U2 song and they couldn't give a shit. Right. And I hit next. And sure enough, what is it? I've dreaded this day my entire <laughs> life. My oldest goes, Dad, the name of the song is Mr. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and my daughter goes, but you're Mr. Jones. <laughs> And so they've come to two conclusions. Either A, my mother, their grandmother, had the song written for me, <laughs> or B, it's an inherited name. Like, there was a Mr. Jones out there somewhere. He died, or I killed them, and now I am the Mr. Jones of the song. And it's just the fucking worst. I need to make something clear here. I, I, I don't want to strike up a conversation with a flamenco dancer <laughs> i don't want to go to a bar called the new amsterdam it's not the same song i don't want to pave paradise and put up a parking lot right. i don't want any of that shit i want the song gone i need a national divorce from the fucking counting crows and this song my life is now ruined uh, two things about this first of all uh, me and my buddy Austin were just talking about Mr. Jones like two days ago, and we've come to the conclusion that Mr. Jones and, and the guy talking to him are fucking creeps. Yeah, they're they're weirdo. old perverts, and they should be shunned. Uh, the second thing, I want to defend myself for doing the Mr. Jones thing like eight years ago, whatever that <laughs> yeah. is. The main reason I did it is I've spent my whole life with the last name Hurt. Yeah. So I've dealt with so much of that shit. And at work, we had to call each other by Mr. Yeah, this yeah, and yeah. Mr. That. So it just could not could not be ignored. I, I have some sympathy for people that they can't help it. But I wish they could. <laughs> third third and final thing. Um, there's uh, the, I've, I mentioned on this show before, there's a show called The Dark Side of the 90s. Mm-hmm. You personally should watch the episode about the Viper Room. Okay. There's... Uh, I don't think I want. I don't want to spoil the twist no, for I'll you. Check it out. I don't want to spoil the. Show. I just want to say there's a guy in it, and you're like, why do they keep talking to this sound guy or whatever the fuck he is? Enjoy yourself. Okay. You would actually solve the mystery of her tease here by going back to a previous episode because <laughs> uh, we've definitely talked about it. Uh, I will say I'm not going to uh, apologize or even try to justify it for seeing Mr. Jonesy a thousand times <laughs> because I'll probably do it again. I yeah. don't care. 
But I say you should you should be looking at this as a beautiful journey because for you you've been down this road for a long time. This is you know it'll be different for your daughter, but for your oh, son, my boys are doomed. This is this is their first <laughs> like you're you're watching the beginning of a journey that you know how it ends. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. get you get to see the light drain from their eyes over uh, you know it's gonna be a while. They could they could still be rising the 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 peak here. And so I think it's I think you should enjoy just the the wide eyed wonder at, at which right. they're enjoying this this new phenomenon. Oh, our name is in a song! Right. How exciting! Yeah, when my son is my oldest, when he's twenty five, that song will probably be like forty five years old. Mm-hmm. Right? Will people still know it? Yes, they will. Yeah. I will make sure of it. <laughs> yeah. Just so they can experience it. will play it. in every supermarket forever. Yeah, yeah. until we're yeah, that's dead. That's a good point. It's yeah. one of those that's just non objectionable and catchy enough that it'll survive forever. Correct. So that experience worse than Transformers. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay, as far as I, what I've been watching this week, I watched a little of the new Sex in the City show. And just like that. And just like that. Why isn't somebody doing something about this? <laughs> it's so fucking bad. And before anybody is like, oh, Jay, who's just too much of a bro to appreciate this, have you not listened to me talk about soap operas on this podcast for hundreds of hours? I've watched every second of the old episode of of Sex and the City. What's my favorite Sex and the City joke? Rick 9 Plus. What's my second favorite one? Burger Breaking Up Earth or the Post-it Note. Mostly because that seems like something I would do because I'm a fucking coward. My favorite is... Uh, no one marries Mrs. Up the Butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, too. So I'm not against this show, but God damn, it's so bad. Well, first of all, you know, I guess it ended up being a good decision since he just got canceled, but I think Killing Off Big was a mistake. I Spoilers, think. by the way, for the first episode. Everyone knows this. It's okay, been so many sure. fucking memes at this point, and if you don't know, I'm saving you. You probably, you probably also don't care. This is clearly a warning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean... That should have been what the show was about. The show would have been what about what these people are like once they just have to settle down and live their mm-hmm. lives. Uh, trying to go back to them, they're all like dating again and shit is just, I think it's just fucking boring. Uh, but really where this show is awful is just so much of it is about, it's like, oh, well, you know, we're older ladies now and we just don't understand what's going on with the kids, but we're trying and the problem with that is, is all written by people who are too old to understand what's going on with the kids. And it's just fucking cringy. It is so fucking bad. There's there's one scene in it that's like uh, Charlotte's daughter is is has decided to start going by a new name. And her mother's upset about it. And she's like, I already told you. It's like, you didn't tell me. I announced it on my TikTok. Like, that's never happened in fucking real life. That's what old people think young people are like now. This is so much worse than Transformers. Don't fucking watch it. Don't abide that it exists. So I have two remarks to this. Okay. Um, Because I recently went on a Sex and the City deep dive. Number one, do you think Kim Cattrall made the right decision for choosing How I Met Your Father over this? I don't know if she... It's definitely a lateral move. (laughs) Like, she didn't fuck up by doing it. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Uh, Two, I fucking hate what they did for Stanford. Right. Yeah, no, totally. He's one of the best characters in the <laughs> original. Right. And it just be like, I'm fucking moving to Korea in a note, <laughs> which that guy died. Like, right. have some fucking dignity. Right. Give Like, show him his due. Like, yeah. kill him off instead since he actually died. Yeah. Fuck um, this show. I'm with her. So, 
since I ragged on them, I want to make sure that we know that I'm not as uncool and out of touch as these old biddies on this fucking show. Uh, so I'm going to plug a TikTok guy today. Uh, there's a guy named Drennan Davis, and he's a puppeteer, and I'm not usually cool with his people. They're, they're usually fucking off-putting. They're like magicians. They just don't ever really turn it off. But uh, he does this bit where uh, what it looks like is when he comes home and his cats are all bitching at him to feed him, he'll tape that and then he'll add dialogue. And it's fucking hilarious. Uh, There there was three cats originally, Toad, Newt, and Frog. I think there's Frog and Toad, maybe. I might be wrong about that. But... uh, but they, uh, and you know, they're pretty fun. He gives them funny says. They have like a yeah sort of voice, and they're good times. At some point along there, there becomes like a narrative because he adopt he like fosters these other two cats. One of them gets adopted. The other one doesn't. So it becomes a show about this cat, Doug. Are you telling me that you've started watching a cat soap opera on TikTok? <laughs> they fucking love it. But it's, it's, it's super funny. It's super funny. So uh, Doug, originally, when he's still trying to get him adopted, he starts doing these funny songs with Doug as an emo cat. But... It sort of changed once he, like, Doug kind of becomes his favorite cat, it seems to be, that he's keeping Doug. And Doug's now embarking on a career to try to become a country music star. (laughs) And the other three cats are his managers. There's a whole lot of cats running around in ties. Uh, There's one part where they they do possibly a satanic ritual to try to boost his fame. Uh, it's, it's just hilarious. I'll, to quote, uh, to quote Toad, it's some tasty business. I highly recommend it. God, God put this man on this earth just for, for you. you. Yeah, I thought, totally. <laughs> well, well, he put this man on the earth for Sarah and then Sarah's there to show it to me. Sure. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, I don't have too much. I, uh, watched the first episode of, uh, Netflix's Murderville, which is the oh, Will yeah, Arnett show. Yeah. 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 I'm going to check it out. It's like a, a, uh, police procedural show where everybody is like a normal character on a police procedural show except for the guest star which rotates week to week (laughs) the first week is conan o'brien again i've only watched one episode so i don't know like what the funny ratio is over the course of the of the six episodes i'll say the first one not that funny it's fine uh but uh, there's there's a bit of it where i feel like this is such a love letter to a generation of, of my generation and probably 10 years before me who just grew up watching hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes of Law and & Order and NCIS right. and all this kind of right. stuff. Where, like, I mean, it, it's pretty funny in, in the sense that, like, you know, they, they it's mostly a procedural and there are just occasional situations where the guest star has to, like, improvise and deal with it on their own. And, right. and everybody else is playing it dead straight. Which is fine, but like more to the point, I think this should not be a TV show. Which I mean, I, I say that I'm going to watch the rest of this right. TV show. This should just be a paid experience because I think <laughs> this is what every single person who's ever watched right. 300 episodes of Law and Order has ever wanted to do. Is like I know I know exactly what fucking clues to look for. Right. I know which act in this there I should be like aware. You know, like what kind right. of what kind of jobs does this person have? They should be the suspect. Right. Uh, I don't know. It, it seems that seems like it'd be a, a a very profitable venture, in my opinion. What you're describing is an escape room. Well, right, but like w- with with actors, with a lot more actors. Yeah. 
Well, one question and then something it made me think of. Uh, first of all, is Mulaney in it? Because it seems like Mulaney, like the dude does 30 minutes on Law and Order. He's destined to be a guest star on this. Not on this season. Uh, second of all, this reminded me of the most important thing I wanted to talk about Dark to Strange. So I'm going to go back to that for a second. What I really hope the Illuminati scene is, what I really hope it is, is it's just like the vampire canceling yes. yes, 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 what yes, we yeah, do yeah, in yeah, the yeah, shadows. Yeah, yeah. That it's just Patrick Stewart is Patrick. You know, (laughs) anyways, go ahead with what you've been watching. Uh, And then the only other thing since, uh, you know, I I should say hurt. I'm I'm disappointed already because for the third week in a row, you're what we what I've been watching hasn't included the Legend of Vox Machina because we're definitely doing that next week. (laughs) Next week, I'll be caught up. I'm excited. It's very easy to get through. Yeah. Uh, But watching that has made me get back into Critical Role's campaign three. I'm still not caught up, but I'm doing my best. You know, it's just, it's a great show. The EXU was something. I didn't really love it. And now we're back into the campaign. And the the biggest piece, as I've always suspected, is Matt. Matt is what makes that whole thing run. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think there's a lot of other good things. I think the rest of the cast and their chemistry is fantastic. But I don't know. I, I think for anybody who's coming into it, Matt is the DM. And I, I think anybody who's never listened to it, for me anyway, it was... Like, Matt is the most impressive part when you start out, and then you start to appreciate everybody else, and then you realize they're all good, and it's all good. And I think in realizing that Matt's good, we still kind of underappreciate how fucking good he he's is. He's the best. There's so many things that he's balancing between, you know, just like, you know, these, these long-running stories, these all these characters, and their different personalities, and their arcs. And, you know, also making sure it's an enjoyable show and also making sure it's a fun game for his players. Uh, it's just like there's there's so many fucking things that he's balancing at any one time and he does them effortlessly. Uh, and it's just it's a marvel to, to re-witness again. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad to be back on it. Yeah, I, uh, if, if anyone's noticed a trend lately, I haven't really been watching a lot of shit because I would just say Critical roles because I've <laughs> been watching Legend of Vox Machina. I do Campaign 3 as it comes out weekly, and now in my free time, I'm just rewatching Campaign 2. <laughs> <laughs> so you're watching all the campaigns. I'm doing all three at the same time. Fantastic. I'm 35 episodes into Campaign 2 again, so like... Yeah, it's it's all I consume right now. I do want I'm at the Pirate Arc, your favorite Oh, band. God, it's so good! Yeah. I know, Val was just talking about how, like, you know, do you think they're going to do a critical role show of, of all the campaigns of oh, the show is successful? Sure. And I was like, I don't really want all of camp- campaign two, but if we could just get the whole like nautical adventure arc, yeah. I'd I'd pay like a, a thousand of my own dollars for that. <laughs> it's so cringe now, knowing not uh-huh. all the way through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's, that's how much they just fucking <laughs> bully. bully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. That's part of the best part. Yeah. I don't know. It's good. Anyway, Critical Role, good shit. Matt Mercer, way better than Transformers. If you could do 20, 35 years of a soap opera, you could do Critical Role. You explaining how you were experiencing that sounds like when I was really on that Santa Barbara bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so. Yeah. Uh, But that's it for me. Uh, so next week, the the last three episodes of The Legend of Vox Machina will drop on Amazon Prime. Uh, the first nine are already out hurt. Okay. Actually, the, the last one's come out tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and so we're definitely going to do that. If you haven't watched it, I recommend watching it. It's not for kids, but it's uh, it's quite good. And if you've listened to the show and you've kind of wondered about Critical Role, but you're not willing to commit a bazillion hours to catch up, it's... 30-minute increments for 12 episodes. In fact, it's like 22-minute increments for three episodes. Right on. Uh, so uh, check it out, and we'll be doing that next week. 
Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us about your thoughts about any of the things that we talked about, how your relationship to Elvis uh, <laughs> <laughs> or Baz Luhrmann, you can reach, reach us at realphonies@gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies on Instagram at real underscore funny. Thanks, Zach Evans, for our and Brian Velasquez for our thing. We'll see you guys later. Later.